we must be careful. So we say, careful not to stir up discontent. You can stir it up. Discontent destroyed them. Verse 11, these are all warning markers. Danger, danger, curve ahead. Guardrail. In our history books, this is written down so that we don't repeat their mistakes. Our positions in the story are parallel, he says. He says we're kind of parallel. They, they at the beginning and we are at the end. And we are just as capable of, of messing it up as they were. How many found that to be true? My God, I thought I had a gift for a while. Amen. I know you can't say anything, but verse 12, don't be so naive and self-confident. You're not exempt. You could fall flat on your face as easily as anyone else. Forget about self-confidence. It's useless. Cultivate God confidence. Amen. Verse 13, our last verse, no test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. How many believe that? There was a few times I didn't believe that because I said, God, I'm real close on that line. I may have been close to that line about being tempered above what you're able to bear. Somebody may be here this morning, boy, you just about, you right there. Just about, I can't bear too much more of this situation. My God. But I want you to know, God will never let you down. He'll let you get close to there. And he'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. Amen. Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. Guardrails aren't a sign of weakness, but of wisdom. And often we don't build guardrails because we don't know where we're going. Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there's no vision, the people perish. Vision tells us where we're going, but it also tells us where we're not going. Amen. And listen, when we become passionate about our vision, we will become passionate about our guardrails. And I think it's safe to tell you and to say this morning, a lot of people don't have any guardrails. And they are crashing into this and crashing into that. They bounce off of that. They crash into somebody else. They leave wreckage behind them. Come on now. I'm preaching good. You know it's true. You know why they don't have guardrails? Because they don't think they need any guardrails. There's the pride. If you try to tell them, then you get the haughty spirit. So it's not a sign of weakness to have guardrails. Amen. Number one, we admit we need God's wisdom. Number two, let's go to the second, pursuing and how to get God's wisdom. Pursue God's wisdom. Wisdom is heavenly perspective on earthly circumstances. It's having God's perspective and insight on any given situation. How many know there's a lot of smart people in our world? 
and even in the church, but they have no wisdom. They're smart about some things and as ignorant as warts on a hog. Hallelujah. So this is the way to seek godly wisdom. Pursue God's wisdom. Admit you need it. It's a heavenly perspective on earthly circumstances. It's having God's perspective and insight. How many know we need that on any given situation? Wisdom is costly. It's inconvenient. It's countercultural. What do I mean by countercultural? I mean that there's a wisdom of our culture that is not the wisdom of God. You got your Bibles? Are you still there? Turn to James. I mentioned it earlier, James, the third chapter. A lot of people operate in this wisdom, and they don't know it. Come on. I may know we try to do the best we can. Amen. We just don't know. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And I am, I am flabbergasted. Listen to me, church. I am flabbergasted at how ignorant we can be. I've been there. I've been just as ignorant as anybody else of how we rob ourselves. Listen to me. We rob ourselves day after day, week after week, service after service. If faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, and with faith, the only way to please God is by faith. He that cometh to God must believe that he is, that he's a reward of those that diligently seek him, diligently seek him. How are you going to have any wisdom if you don't hear any word? And if you haven't got the sense to get under the word and get out of your house, get out of wherever you're at, and come and hear the word of God, the anointed word of God, especially when God is bringing it. And you're not just hearing some homily that somebody thought they would, you know, give you. But God is ordering the food. God is saying, this is what you need. And you're saying, I don't need that. Oh, you wouldn't do that consciously, but you're doing it by your actions. You turn your nose up at God's table. 